Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages. Wait, children 18 years and older. Go! Welcome to Two Guys in a Car with a CD must be Wednesday. Is it? I guess. What the day is it? days are all melting together. <laughs> uh, the earth's coming to a close. Did you have a good week? Man, it's been a good one. What'd you do this weekend? Tell everybody. Oh, you want to know what I did this I weekend, huh? what you did. You yeah, want the you, world to know. You do something special? I got to see the hottest band on earth. Kiss. Yes, I got to see Kiss. Not me, though. Not you. <laughs> you just want to kiss. <laughs> I gotta say something before we get started. Uh, while you flip through the CD book, flip, flip, flip. We had an episode last week that went off the charts. Off. And literally, when I was checking our graph for the listeners we have, because I can do that. It was, the, the bar went off the charts past 100. We had our episode, right now it's at 135 plays. What? I promised myself I wouldn't cry. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Oh. <laughs> she dedicated a lot of time to listening to the same episode. I just want to thank over and over. everybody that creates robots. <laughs> yeah, because the those, internet. those bot listeners are really making us feel good. <laughs> I mean, they really are. Every time, every day, I'm just like, Somebody likes us. But if you really like us. But if you really are listening, say something, man. Please. We want to hear from you. I'm so alone. You can leave us a voice message on this thing. We can play it on our next episode. What? what? You could be you featured. Could be, what? What? Are we copying? my mouth. Get y'all. This is not scripted, people. Yeah, we just make we it up. make this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. We got to get a new teleprompter. (laughs) (laughs) Cue car guy, go away. We switch it over already. We're just saying the same thing over and over. Saturday Live is on Saturdays, not Wednesday. Anyway, if you're listening to to us, listening to us, if you're uh, out there listening to us, say something. Hit us up on the socials, at Unhinged Pierce on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can hit up Dale over here on Wolf X Biker on Instagram. <laughs> I didn't mean to stun you. I didn't know I was throwing haymakers. nowhere. It's early. RKO'd me. All right, let's get the show on the road, beer. Did you pick out a CD? Yes, I did. All right, hit the play button. Let's see what we got. Tear that shit up. Sinister on guitar. God, I mean, just an opening track of the album is so heavy. It just makes you want to dance, yeah. you know? Or like break windows. Or, or dance. break hearts. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> this is City of Evil by Avenge Sevenfold. Kind of makes me want to drive off a bridge. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I'd be down with that. I mean, Thelma Louise style, you know? I thought it was Laverne and Shirley. No, you're right. I'm Beavis not. and Butthead? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they did do it, though. No, they Garth did. and Wayne. 
Oh, yeah, they did in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Wayne's World 2. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do the film of Louise ending. Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> We're in Delaware. If you're listening in Delaware, you know, I was looking at our specs, like I was saying in the beginning of the show. And it tells us where most of our listeners are. Hmm. And the place that was at 100% was Earth. Earth, <laughs> yeah. They had Mercury Damn and it. Venus. I was like, wow, we're not broadcasting on Mars yet. We're Pluto behind. is still a planet. If you're out there on Pluto, check us out. Dude, when we went to Washington, D.C. like a month ago, mm-hmm. and we went to the Air and Space Museum, they had a whole section dedicated to Pluto. Good. Yeah. Good. And it was really neat, man. Pluto's my, still a planet. Yeah, I showed my care. daughter all your beer cans all in the car again. Sorry. I like to recycle on the weekends. When did you first hear of Avenged Sevenfold, our, our band of the day? Probably around 2003, 2004. Uh, Waking the Fallen, I just came out. I seen the video for Unholy Confessions. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, man, dude, it was like stage diving and all these just like, ah, oh, dude, that, that was a really cool album because they had a different sound. Well, that's when, that's when uh, Shadows could scream. Still, yeah, yeah. I think before, well, yeah, throat it's surgery, right? Before this album. Yeah, 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 that's when his vocal cords were too jacked and he had to have the surgery and that's when they changed the singing was for this album and, and a lot lost of people, a lot of hardcore fans. Really but did. gained a huge, huge rock, rock chord I mean, I really, for me, like we were talking about earlier, I felt like they peaked for me during Wake and the Fallen. But if you look at it really for popularity-wise, City of Evil, just because I think more other cleaner vocals and it's like raspier voice instead of all the screaming, is, I mean, it threw them all over the place. Got a, a real big major record label deal, I think, with Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. And took them off, dude, selling out shows. Like everywhere, dude. That yeah. was the album. This was done on Warner Brothers, and then I think everything since then has been done. You know, Nightmare came out after this. Warner Brothers trap shiller. Yeah. Once you sign it, you sold, man. Well, Gemini Syndrome's on Warner Brothers, believe Whoa, it or not. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. yeah so it's the Looney Tunes. What? Animaniacs? <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't first hear of Avenged Sevenfold until I was playing the game Burnout three on the xbox and they had backcountry as one of the tracks on there because the ea ea did the tracks and uh i used to put on backcountry all the time when i needed to get in the zone and get like the fastest lap or whatever See, it took me a long time to even get into backcountry just because of the clean vocals like i said i'm one of hardcore fans but i love the music video because i'm a giant fear and loathing in las vegas fan and that whole music video is based on them you know swatting the bats that weren't there that's the scene from Fear and Loathing yeah see I don't even know any of their music videos except yeah. I now I'm pausing and reflecting but I seriously don't think I know any of their music videos it's something about just music videos dude I don't know I, don't, I know a lot of music videos yeah. but for some reason none of theirs you know like System of a Downs I can recall M&M's music videos I can recall uh, Avril Lavigne's uh, what you're not my boyfriend or just like your girlfriend or something yeah, like that. Like that. I remember that one. Just for y'all all to know this, <laughs> that back when this album came out, they won an award for best new artist beating out Rihanna and Chris Brown. What? Avenged Sevenfold beat them out. Was that on MTV or a Grammy? 
MTV Video Music Awards. Wow. Beating them out. I see, that's when, you know, that, what year did this come out? 2003? You said 2004? Uh, no, this one was, uh, hey. Pretty sure this was 2003, 2004. 2005. What? Damn, I was a junior? Yeah, 2005. Wow. It's crazy, dude, because Avenge has been sprinkled in all through my life. My sister had this CD, and I'd, I'd never heard of them, really. And she was like in this super goth phase, painting her hair, I mean dyeing her hair all black. Good Charlotte t-shirts. Yeah, skinny jeans, black nails, black eyeliner, don't talk to me, I'll be in my room with the door lock. Had a bass All of the there. bracelets. Do you remember the color <laughs> bracelets? A lot of bracelets, yeah, from, like from wrist to elbow. Like if you means you just had sex or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought about it. Hey, uh, about I always it. had to wear the yellow one because I usually just jerked it. <laughs> <laughs> like beef jerky. Yeah. We're talking about deep frying meat, people. Yeah, if my hands were... Uh, Made out of sandpaper, <laughs> I'd have a toothpick. <laughs> Your Thanks, mom buddy. would walk in. Oh, I told you that story would clean up my room. I can't <laughs> help you. But she had the CD and she used to listen to it all the time. And I'd hear it from the hallway and I'd knock on the door and she'd like peek through the crack. What do you want? Let's say, what's that CD you're listening to? Sounds pretty cool. It's the Vinge Sevenfold. Don't listen to my music. God, now it's not cool no more. Yeah, because the older brother likes it. So, And I actually think she stopped listening to him at that point. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, it really took me a long time to really get down with this album. I like these cleans, though. Like, I love Sinister Gates. Like, just the guitar playing. The, uh, I like Shadow's vocals, though. Yeah. I e- even without the screaming. Like, Nightmare, the newest one, the stage. Good grief, dude. That's a powerhouse album. Yeah, and you know, uh, a lot of us in here. A lot of us. <laughs> and then also, when I was like 18 or 19, I was dating this chick this one time, and she was all all friends with this dude that loved Avenged Sevenfold. Like, bought a drum set and taught himself all the drums just because of the rev. This is when the rev was still alive. And, wow. uh,. He actually was on uh, Avenged Sevenfold self-titled, which was after this one in 2007, and then yeah. talking about Sinister, right? No, I'm talking about the Rev. Oh yeah. See, I had thought he passed away during this album. No, no, he did Nightmare. Well, no, he did the. Uh, he went on Nightmare. After this one, it was a self-titled uh, in 2007. So I'm guessing Nightmare came after that. Hey, I could almost have sworn that he was on Nightmare. He was on it at Post Human. I mean, I mean, he had some vocals, lyrics that were already pre-recorded. Really? He didn't do the drums though. Because then, who played the drums for Nightmare? It says that he was featured on vocals and drums on demo tracks. Ah, okay. Well, see, they probably used those. I mean, the Rev was just cool, dude. His damn double beats, like everything, dude. Was he was good? Said I've seen him. Yeah. I've seen him only once. I think. I think I've seen him in like 2004. But damn, I can't remember who they came with. Well, I, I saw the Rev one time. I was at, at the Greensboro Coliseum, and it was Saving Abel. Shine Down was the opener. Like oh. Shine Down wasn't even featured. They Shine Down opened, and then Saving Abel came on after Shine Down. 
Then Avenged Sevenfold. And then Buck Cherry. Like, that's how unknown all these bands. Shinedown, Humongous Now, Avenged Sevenfold, Humongous, Saving Abel, Couldn't Sell Out, A High School Gym. (laughs) Buck Cherry, Barely Could Sell Out, A High School Gym. And the other two bands are huge. It's crazy. And I, I think I got to see them all, all four of those bands for 20 bucks. And it was standing room only. So, like, we get as close to the stage as you want. And the Rev was up there. And that was the first time I had seen Sinister live. Man, dude, I was stoned in my tracks. Stoned? By his devilishly, devilishy, devil, how do you say it? Devil, devilish. Yeah. <laughs> Call us and let us know. Devilishy good looks? I don't know. He was handsome. (laughs) You're just a... I'm just trying to think. I mean, I remember we we got to see them. Well, I got to see them at Rebellion. No, you didn't. Well, I got to see them for a second, then I walked away. (laughs) I saw them at the very first Carolina Rebellion. That would have still been With me and Grace. uh, Her name's not Grace. It's... What's my wife's name? (laughs) Great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call her Gabrielle. Oh, okay. Anyway, at the uh, first... Gary's her nickname. Right. The first Carolina Rebellion, though, they were the uh, headliner. Because that was back when it was just one day. <laughs> and yeah. they were the last band to play. And that was after Nightmare and the Rev had died. And it was the that was the first time I saw him with a different drummer. I don't even know who it was. The guy came out with a hood on. And then played, and they, they played all their songs. It was still cool, though. It still great. I bet it was, but I just I don't think I could see them play with Buck Cherry, though. I didn't. I left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. I mean, but, that's just a big, different lineup right there. It, 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 even Saving Able. I had to, oh, I had to sit through that. Shinedown? Go! That was very, like, Shinedown only had, like, one album out, maybe two. And mm. 45 was like the song that I wanted to hear most, and they well, played. Well, Leave it. a Whisper did have a few bangers on it. That, dude. that was, uh, had just came out. That's what they were promoting was Leave a Whisper. Dang, that would have been cool. Yeah. I just remember hearing uh, they had Fly from the Inside that was on the Grind soundtrack, and that was actually featured in the movie. And I was like, dang, dude, that song kicks ass. I was like, ah, Shine Down. I was like, that's cool. And then it was like, boom, second album came out. Like, this sucks. Yeah, and they. That's when, like, uh, I think the lead singer's name is Brett. That's, he wore all black, had long red hair, black fingernails, long giant black coat. It was still really cool to see him, though. I've seen him, like, four times since then. That's cool. Yeah. Jam a little Damn, dude, that's yeah. so good. I do yeah. like it. I mean, like I said, it took me a while to get used to it, but once I finally just like was like, all right, there's not gonna be no more screaming. I settled down with it, and I was like, you know, man, his vocals are really good. Yeah, when Nightmare came out, I got it day one because I it was the br- most brand new album, and I had heard, I think like the local radio station played every song off that album 
the day before it came out or the day that it did come out. Dang, and I, that would have been cool. Yeah, the, the buzz. They, they went track by track. Oh, the buzz. And uh, I was like, man, dude, this is heavy hitters. So I went and got it, Best Buy. And uh, then when Hail to the King came out, my wife had got me that for Christmas. And the stage, I, just, I haven't gotten, but I've listened to it on digital media. I remember I got really excited for Hell of the King when it came out. And uh, I loved it. And then I bought it, and I loved it the first time I listened to it. But then the more and more I listened to it, I just could not, I didn't like it anymore. Like the, the one album I always go to is Wake on the Fallen, just because that was the first one I ever heard. And it's heavy and live screaming. Just listen to the work that they put into this album. Track one, five minutes. Track two, five minutes. Track three, six minutes. That The shortest track on here is five minutes even. Yeah, look at that. I mean, I feel like we've been listening to a whole shit ton of songs. We're only on the third track, people. Then, you know, Strength of the World, track nine, is nine minutes wow. long. But dude, they got tired playing that. Sidewinder, seven minutes long. The Wicked End, seven minutes long. See, I like a good long album, though. Yeah. Like, I like my short, like, my hardcore albums. I like those songs to be about two minutes, two minutes, 13 seconds. I like them fast and done. But then when it comes to the more complicated music, I, I like to listen to a five-minute song with all the different solos, the different breakdowns, different everything about it. I, I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah, dude, lot, I've always dug long tracks and, oh, God. <laughs> well, it's like... Uh, it's like running into your ex at Walmart. Ooh, you're just like, ooh. Yeah, it reminds me of my third wife. <laughs> Russell. Yeah, smells funny, but yeah. man can give a good sandwich. <laughs> Got you. Oh, I was about to say, I thought you said a beard tickled. Oh, that's not bad either. Yeah, that's Got the not ball bad. cushion. <laughs> but back to long tracks, you know, like Periphery just put out a new album, and it, the first song on it is 15 minutes long. Woo! 15 minutes. Nine tracks on the album, and it's over an hour. I love it if they can do it. Yeah. I give them credit for it. Now go watch it live, and you're only there for an hour, and you're like, man. Yeah, I only heard two songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dream Theater. See, listen to this little breakdown or whatever, you know? It's just a nice little groove and... I respect it. I like it. Definitely got some of my favorite tracks on here, though. Aside from Beast of the Har- Beast in the Heartland, Backcountry, I love fucking Strength of the World and M.I.A. Seize the Day. I, mean, uh, I like Seize the Day. Yeah, that's a good ballad. Yeah, it really is. See, I love, I, well, I like a lot of the ballads. Sounding the Seventh Trumpet, and maybe it was just because it was the first album. Still one of the ones I just don't listen to anymore. I like their ballads though, because I mean, it's a real ballad. Is it a real ballad? Maybe. Is it ballet? Ballad that's real. Is it? Better than every rose has its thorn. Speaking of ballad, 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 ballad. How many words can you rhyme with ballad? I don't know. Just flaccid? No, it doesn't rhyme. Ball sack? <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, when when in doubt, resort to three-year-old humor. That's what we do around here. That's it. You, you have to that. laugh a little, love a little, tickle a little. That's, I don't know, I think that you might be popping some personal bubbles. Sorry. Ah, this is the title track here. You'll probably recognize this one. This is Bat Country. Credit uh, to one of my old best friends, Derek Brand. We're not supposed to use real name. How do you know that's his real name? Because they're gonna Facebook it. All right, Branch Derek. Spam. Spam. Get all the spam. Ha <laughs> ha! Got him. Gonna get all but, the naked dick pics. But see, at the time, around that same time was right when I started getting into the hardcore shit. But I was still really into Limbiscuit, Corn, and stuff like that. And he was the one that really got into Avenged Sevenfold first. And he had the posters and CDs, and we would listen to it when I sleep over, you know, play Tony Hawk and yeah. stuff like that. And he'd always have it on the background. I mean, it was nonstop when he would listen to it. I give him credit for it, because if it wasn't for him, I probably would have really never got into him. Well, I definitely used to play this song, Backcountry, is on Guitar Hero too, And I used to play the shit out of it, because it was a lot of fun. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah, and I used to I used to try my hardest to play it on expert, but I can only do it on hard. I mean, it's tough. If a lot of people out there don't know what Guitar Hero is, it's a game that makes you feel like you're playing a guitar to your favorite songs. You're belittling our audience right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I Give them some credit. <laughs> I mean, I forgot half these people are probably in between 20 and 70. Yeah, because there's not anyone... <laughs> Well, even 20 I'm sure 20-year-olds would know what Guitar Hero is. Well, Guitar Hero Live came out a couple years ago, so... I bet if we said rock band, they would know. Like, ah! Rock band! Yeah. I don't like rock band. No. I'm a Guitar Hero guy. I just like to play the real guitar. What? Shitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to burn you on that one, because you can jam. I burned myself. You can jam. I burned myself. <laughs> But they've been a band since like 1999. Still going strong. And still going strong. Selling out arenas. Had a tour last wow. year with Metallica. Selling out arenas. Not stadium. I mean, not arenas. Stadiums. Either or. Selling out though. Yeah. You got to think. I went and seen Kiss at PNC, and they didn't even sell out. Right. Think about Avenged Sevenfold. They were selling out. Maybe it was because of Metallica, but still, the fact that you're playing a sold-out show, dude, that's like why you want to be in a band, dude. You want to play for everybody, everybody singing your songs and going crazy. Name shit. Not really selling out. It's just branching out. Really? Right. No, I mean, it's just selling out arenas. That's I mean, what that's you're it. there for. And do you think, honestly, that if M. Shadows 
had to have surgery and couldn't scream no more, do you think they would have made it as far? No. I, I don't know. Probably not. Name another band that screams that that heavy type of way that's humongous as them. Mm. That can scream whole tracks, you know. I'll have to do research to get to you on the next episode, because that's a tough one. I mean, that screams whole tracks, you know, no cleans. Kill, uh, Kill Switch screams and cleans, but they're not selling out giant arenas. Nah, because I was going to say, too, Darkest Hour, you know, they've been out over 20 years, Never, and they're um, not really selling out, but it, uh, for a band that's been out that long and still as heavy as can be, one of my faves. Yeah. Converge, there you go. They're not selling out arenas, but they are selling out their shows. And dude, they've been a band since like '96 and still going out. Like 300 people at a show? Maybe 20. That's what Papa Roach (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I want to smash that road. Triggered. Papa. (laughs) Yeah. I'll never like them. Sorry. Sorry, folks out there that do like Papa Roach. Can't convince me. This tr- this uh, album is so long. We've already been on here for about 25 minutes, and there's no way we're getting through this whole thing. We're not going to, but we got the gist of it. You know, got through some of the best songs on the album. Yeah, the two title tracks. T- I think the two most well known on. Yeah, Beast and Harlow and Backcountry. Yeah, those those ones that hit the charts. Like to the top. Yeah, I mean, they went number one. They, I know on Backcountry they went number yeah, one. Yeah, at least that. Yeah, Beast and the Harlot is probably my. I don't know, I like both of them a lot. It's just a good opening track, though. It's just like, God, man, I'm ready for this album. We want to thank you, the listeners, all 135 of you. If you're not robots. Right. (laughs) Uh, For listening to Two Guys in a Car with a CD book. I'm Gene. I'm Dale. Hit us up on the socials. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Have a good week, and we'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode. I believe it'll be our 10th episode. 10th episode? Yeah, this is number 9. Yeah, we're going to have to go all out for number 10. That means we've been doing this for 10 weeks in a row almost. Wow, look at us go. Now, for the 10th episode, please hit us up. Suggest something that we should listen to. I guarantee you we have it in one of our multi-million CD We have like 300 CDs that we have access to that we bought and paid for. So we're just uh, sharing them with you yeah, and our stories it. of life, man. Love. Uh, wait, I don't love. <laughs> yeah, you have no soul. You got a heart of stone. <laughs> wait, you have a heart? Of stone. <laughs> Peace out. Later.